0: Whatever it takes, I know I can make it through, a Degrassi podcast, with Kelsey and Holland too, I know I can make it through.
1: Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation, and next
0: class. See, I fixed it. I'm Kelsey. (laughs) And I'm Holland, and today we're talking about Degrassi Next Class Season 2, Episode 1, Hashtag Squad Goals. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix summary via the Degrassi wiki? Sure thing.
1: Okay. After a rival school pranks the Degrassi volleyball team, Frankie retaliates and is called out for being a racist. When Hunter purposely crashes his car, Miles realizes that Hunter needs help. Only now, Miles... (laughs) Maya's feelings for Zig threaten her co-op placement opportunity. I can't wait to talk about the co-op placement.
0: I know. I know. I screamed. I literally yeah, screamed. Pretty straightforward. Yep.
1: <laughs> also, I don't know that Frankie is called um, out for being racist. It looks like the entire team and school is called out for being racist.
0: Yes. But I think this is setting the groundwork for, like, this being pinned on specifically on Frankie because I think she was the one who she orchestrated made the choice yeah I don't know yeah and then I was like oh right I remember this vaguely from when we watched the reunion episode yeah this this stuck and with I was me like, I remembered this. how does this happen
1: like when yeah. we met Frankie again and I remembered and then I remembered her being with Jonah I was like oh yeah this was this was what happened this was the thing I remember yeah, this yeah, now yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: we'll get into it yeah Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's dive oh, in. Oh, did you want to talk about the uh, hashtag? We, oh. Oh, yeah. Hashtag squad goals. Um, the volleyball squad has goals of revenge that do not end up great. <laughs> but that's kind great. of the only, like, squad goals vibe I'm getting. Because it's like. I think they're just doing a thing on Maya's volleyball doing squad. doing something solo. Yeah. That's true. Also, I remembered that. We accidentally watched, like, the first five minutes yes, we did. of this episode, and I went back to look at my notes, and they were, like, <laughs> almost the same as the first bit of my notes. <laughs> oh, so, like, because my first note is about Lola's bubblegum pink hair. And then I said, intense volleyball practice montage. But my first note when I watched it this time was volleyball montage. Yes. I only have two <laughs> And, all right, I guess Frankie plays volleyball. Frankie is making out with Jonah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm confused because we jumped too yes. high. And... But, yeah, so we get a volleyball montage. Do we want to get into fashion? I did mention Lola's bubblegum pink hair, Um, which I'm a a fan of.
1: Miles' boarding school uniform is very classic TV boarding school. He
0: looks so much older, which I also noted in my, like, first round of notes about this episode, too. this is the era. We have to acknowledge that this is
1: the era of hot plaid shirt guy. Exactly. This is he his, finally yeah, looks this like that. This is when this begins. He looks like that instead of yes. a string cheese
0: boy. <laughs> exactly. He's there. And and like he does still look notably older, but I'm pretty sure like when we first watched this, it was even more of a stark difference because we jumped ahead like a season yeah. that it's, but it's still even though it was a surprise like a season ago, it's also still a surprise. Yeah. Like, he looks so much older. Yeah. It's crazy. So does Zig. Yeah, Zig does look older, too. Oh, wait. What did I say? Oh, also, Peter. Peter. <laughs> Fucking Peter's Fucking back. Peter's here. And he has my facial note. hair. Yes, he He also does. looks so much older, and he's wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That was my note, too. I also wrote, Peter looks fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's fine. I'd make out with he, him at yeah. a bar. He's, <laughs> yeah, he looks, he's age appropriate. Well, that's and... what I was going to say. I was like, it's really refreshing to see somebody who's, like, fully age appropriate. That I'm like, all right, finally. <laughs> like, someone who I had a crush on, like, as this was airing, and it was appropriate, and now he's back. And I'm like, yes, you're still, like, my age appropriate TV crush also, Baby Holland, why did you have a crush on Peter? He was the fucking worst. I mean, like choice. Cosine though, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Miles is back in a plaid, a little short-sleeved button-up. So we're starting out with that again. Oh, and I like Tristan's polka dot shirt that he wears, like kind of towards the end of the episode, I believe. Yeah, and that's all I have. Yeah, yeah, I only had those two
1: notes, that Peter all looks right. fine slash leather jacket. Miles is wearing a boarding school uniform.
0: <laughs> Fashion's gone downhill. It's yeah. less interesting. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yes, we have the volleyball montage. I was At first, I was like, is this PE or is this the team? But they're all wearing uniforms. And then we go in the locker room, and Lola makes a, a very yikes <laughs> remark about yeah about how the other te- like their rival team they're talking about this rival team that they're playing and Lola says everyone on this team looks like criminals yeah they call them the zoo and she says everyone on the team looks like criminals no offense and like toshay and i'm like oh no oh no indeed that was not cool oh no
1: indeed
0: i mean just so, the oh, no. no offense
1: really like removes any um any doubt about yeah. <laughs> like truly like any deniability is exactly gone
0: um but they're in the locker room and they realize all of their clothes have been taken and then the fire drill like the fire alarm goes off And then I remembered this. They, like, have to go outside, and Frankie's towel gets stuck in the door, and, like, everyone sees her butt, and it's a whole thing. And it ends up being a prank from, like, Northern Tech, the rival team. Can I just say, this is, like, they're, like,
1: oh, no. This is, like, a very sophisticated, well-planned prank. I don't, also, (laughs) for the record, I don't approve of this prank. I don't approve of the pranking back, mostly because I don't like pranks. I think pranks are mean, they are
0: I don't think they're funny I just, I just I, no. I think pranks are mean I hate prank shows hate they stress em. me out yep hate them just, the only it. prank show I approve of is punked because it's like punching up yeah. to celebrities yeah. that I'm okay with like but I don't I'll watch Justin Timberlake cry in front of his house because he thinks all of his shit's getting repossessed any day any day that was great yeah <laughs> but it's also like like no just like regular unassuming people it's like oh god no yeah this stresses me out i mean i don't
1: even know if i like punked i think i get really upset seeing anyone stressed out like that or upset because certain celebrities i'm like yeah fuck it whatever like justin timberlake i'm like first of all i feel like he's a pretty good sense of humor and he'll come out the other end of this being like you guys are hilarious that's true but like i feel like if they did that to like someone more sensitive like I just I I feel like like if they did like Demi Lovato or something I'd be like mad.
0: Yeah, exactly. It yeah, it depends. It depends on who it is. But if it's yeah. like a punching up situation and it's just like fucking Ashton Kutcher who knows all these people too. Yeah. It's like yeah yeah. Anyway, ugh, God, remember
1: Punk? I do remember trucker hats? trucker hats. Yes. What a
0: time to be alive. Oh my God. <laughs> that was like. Peak Ashton Kutcher, like two thousand three. Like he could do no wrong back then. <laughs> I was reading Mara Wilson,
1: um, has been like she's been re-watching Sex in the City, um, which is so not on brand mm-hmm. for her, but all of her comments have been very on brand and they're great. She went through a whole thing on Twitter, but then she like did like a little write-up about it for her blog and she, I can't remember which one she mentions it on, but she does bring up that someone on the show is wearing a Von Dutch trucker hat, and I just, like, was transported back in time.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, those fucking Von Dutch Von trucker Dutch. hats. Oh,
1: my God. I kind of want to buy Ed something Hardy. Von Dutch now. I, like, I'm like, I can afford it <laughs> I now. I bet you could find them on, like, eBay. Totally. I bet I can find it in, like, a thrift store. I want, like, a, like... Von Dutch baby tee, like just really bring it back. Yes, like baby pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, I can't do the trucker yeah, hat, but I I'll don't... wear a Von Dutch like shirt or something. Shirt,
0: yeah, something mm-hmm. non-committal. God, it's just like those baby tees, low-rise Ugh. jeans, so like like sweatband accessories, trucker hats. Like what was the early odds? It was a goddamn mess. It was so bad. Every it it was. It was bad. Your sister has a really good
1: theory about that that I fully endorse. That she like told me about. Yeah, she she's like all she was talking. I think this is when we were in Toronto. Actually, we were talking about like the like with Cole about like the early two thousands fashion and her. I believe this was her. Her theory is that like fashion is so cyclical um, that we're always like. Fashion is better when we're referencing like previous like like fashion movements that were successful. But Mm -hmm. because it was like the new millennium, they were trying to like do something crazy and like not based on anything else because it was like new millennium. So making everything like almost like futuristic and its own thing. And instead it was just aggressively terrible.
0: Oh, yeah. There was like so many like weird chrome moments, Uh especially around. The year 2000 that I remember vividly. Yeah, it was like every choice was like the opposite of your instinct because you're like, it's the future. It's the new millennium. It's got to be different and new. Tiny scarves. It was all horrible. Tiny scarves for no reason. Tiny sunglasses with like baby pink lenses. I'm just thinking of like Mary Kate and Ashley. Do you know how much metallic (laughs) eyeshadow I had? Too much metallic eyeshadow. So much blue eyeshadow. God, that was also back before anyone knew how to do makeup. <laughs> the
1: eyebrows, the eyebrows were Rough so thin times. and not oh, touched. Oh, the
0: tiny eyebrows. Mm. I mean, this was all this is all stuff we used to talk about in the early days of this podcast cuz we were seeing it on the screen. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Prank happened. Okay, and then we're with Miles, who's like in his boarding school outfit, looking in the mirror, excited about the English program at this new place. I like that Miles is a
1: writer now.
0: Then we find out Hunt. I know. All of a sudden, I mean, it ha- there. It was developed last.
1: It season, was no, I, I no. I'm being so genuine. I yes. do like that Miles. My- I like that we <laughs> added a facet <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to his personality that isn't just rich and like troubled.
0: Yeah, <laughs> rich but also a very complicated and scarring family life. Yes. Um, although those things are still there. Um, case in point, Hunter. Hunter only got one week of suspension, which I think is generous, yeah. and was the only one who got it because he didn't apologize. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, he is, and he's also bitter up. that Miles is leaving. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but Miles is trying to still be like. Very supportive older brother, trying to like keep Hunter in a right mind space, and he's like, "Well, before I leave, I still have to teach you how to drive stick. Like, let's go driving in my convertible or whatever." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, fun!" His brother bought. He's gonna time. give him
1: his car. When is the legal
0: driving age in Canada? It's probably still sixteen. Like Hunter's like fifteen. He'll probably be turning sixteen soon. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sophomore, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming he probably has his permit. I'm assuming. I always forget I that New
1: Jersey like <laughs> does driving so much later than everyone else cuz they don't trust us on our it's 17 on our there, crazy right? roads. Yeah. It's 17 for a provisional license. You don't have a full license until you're 18. Oh, yeah, really? you get a wow. permit at 16 and a half, I think, and then you get or, or maybe at 16, and then you get a provisional at 17, and then you get your full license at 18, because we are the most densely populated state, and everyone's a maniac on the road, and it's just covered in <laughs> highways and bullshit, and it is – you are a menace to society if you apparently drive under, like, 17 or whatever. You're probably still a menace. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, as someone – Who has driven in New Jersey, I understand, but I also don't think it's helping. I don't think it's making a difference because everyone still drives like a maniac there (laughs) anyway. Yeah, it's 15 and a half for your permit in California and then just like 16. It's like if it's like 15 and a half, you can get your permit. And then you also have to take like driving classes to be able to take the test for your license once you turn 16. I oh, yeah, my license like two too. months late, though, because I was lazy about my permit. <laughs> Actually, no, I was lazy about my driving lessons. But anyway. um, uh, OK, so now we're with Frankie, Lola. Frankie and Lola, I think they're in class. And they're like scheming about getting Northern Tech back. But Shay is like, um. I don't think we should do this. This doesn't sound like a good idea to me. Let's just settle it on the court. Which is great advice. Although I will say,
1: they mention a glitter envelope. And if they're going to do any prank, go with the
0: glitter envelope. It's pretty harmless. Yeah. But also annoying. Because glitter, it takes forever for glitter to go away. Exactly. (laughs) Although I will say, I do
1: feel for the janitors at that school if they're doing a glitter envelope. That feels like unfair punishment to the janitors. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, that's true yeah but then Frankie says this is like Hitler and Poland all over again if we turn a blind eye who knows what will happen and I'm like that is not the same what like, a stretch Lola also doesn't understand the reference
1: no Lola doesn't understand the reference which is on brand Frankie is comparing something minute to um a terrible struggle that the she could cost. never understand so everyone's pretty on brand here yep. Shay is reasonable uh, you know, everybody's doing what and they're Shay's supposed like, to Shay's like, this <laughs> isn't a good idea. Yep. Yeah. Um, Shay
0: is reasonable, and if then, not a little bit uptight.
1: Everyone is on yeah. brand as fuck.
0: Yep. But then we're in class with Maya. And it's the... I can't remember what the actual class is called. I just remember they called it, like, the rubber room, but that class. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They're doing new co-op placements, and Maya's talking about how she wants to apply to a co-op with Peter Stone, who who apparently works at a big studio i don't think he owns a studio he work. i think he works at this studio downtown and i'm like what <laughs> of course peter has failed upwards to be able to work at a fucking music yes. studio like that's the most on brand thing for peter <laughs> I still i'm not sure if he owns it or not because it
1: would also be on brand if he owned it because he came from so much money like if his if he was that's like true. i want a I studio like-
0: dad you treat me like shit his dad would buy him a studio but I'm pretty sure they specifically say that he works oh. there. I don't think he owns it. I think I re- rewind, re- bleh, I rewound it, rewinded it. Yeah. I,
1: I probably right wasn't now. paying enough attention because I was just so floored. I was like, Peter Stone. I know that name. Peter Stone. <laughs> I, like, lost my shit.
0: I think I needed to rewind it to, like, to see if he owned it. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't. But if I'm wrong, please tweet yeah, us. Yeah, let then. us know. But I don't think he owns I it. I can't remember. Uh... <laughs> but grace but like maya's very excited about it and grace is like wow why are you happy like you've been in such a bad mood and then zine ziny tiny and zig like walking to class late and then maya's like murr, murr, murr. yeah like i'm sad again yeah <laughs> yeah oh, and then oh and, and then Hunter zeg driving Z-
1: oh sorry Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Zig sits down with Esme. I just called it Zegme. But yeah, Zig sits down with Esme, and Maya's like,
0: (laughs) Zegme. Maya's like, well, there goes all of my positive vibes. Right, 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 right. But then we're with Miles and Hunter learning how to drive. Miles trying to subtly like therapize Hunter, therapy Hunter, and he's like seeing through it. And he's kind of joking about the gun. And Miles is like, I'm not ready to joke about that. That was very serious. Yep. But Hunter, like, doesn't want him to worry about him. And he's like, you don't need to worry about me. To prove it, I'm prepared to give you one hug. And oh boy. it's like a nice moment it between is. them. It is. I it's had still... hope for
1: one second. And then I remembered that this yeah. <laughs>
0: But this is digressive. And also yes.
1: I don't think there's any um, instance in which someone who brings a gun to school shouldn't be immediately put into therapy or something. Oh no. Like I don't think that's a that's an oh, no. in an impulse that you just get over because your brother's nice to you. That's where I'm at
0: there. No. No. Yeah. I'm like I'm disappointed that Miles like sat on this for the entirety of winter break. Yeah. But he's also a child, so maybe he's like okay, like, I'm watching Hunter. He seems to be doing better. Maybe I don't need to get people involved. Maybe he'll he'll be okay. Like, I think he's just, like, really hoping for the best and doesn't want to admit that there's something wrong in this moment until it, like, actually gets bad later in the episode. Yeah, I'm with you. But then we're with Jonah and Frankie, who are eating lunch alone in, like, a random classroom. And apparently the whole, like... We're calling Frankie's, like, butt exposure butt gate now, totally. <laughs> which sounds weird to me. Um Also, I got kind of taken out of this scene because they're, like, actually eating the food in front of them, and there's so many mouth sounds, and I'm like, why are yeah. they actually eating? This is, like, TV. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this. They're
1: also, th- I don't, I mean, I just they're not my favorite people together. There's something about it, and I don't know why. I like them better than her and Winston and I I was like okay with it when it was started. and now like them together I'm like this feels wrong.
0: <laughs> it's weird. Um but that but he's like in support of her pranking them back cuz he thinks it's harmless. Yeah. And he's like just do it without Shay and then she won't have to b- take the blame for it. I'm like, okay, maybe Shay should have known about this so she could fucking stop you from doing this. Not that that Serious. is her responsibility to no. check you, but, like, Jesus Christ, you just shouldn't have done this.
1: No. um,
0: It's, it's, so, but it's any- so bad. It's Ugh. so
1: bad on so many levels. But it's also, sad. like, it's very inconsiderate. If she's your best friend, that's the person whose opinion matters. Like, the rest of the girls are backing you up, but, like, your best friend who has like supported you through everything is like i'm
0: really uncomfortable with this and you're not even going to ask her why yeah like it's very high school mom mentality though i can see she's like yeah but she's kind of leading the mob.
1: that's true you know i don't know i have like a lot of issues with frankie right now obviously we all do also although she does (laughs) she does say then she regrets the Hitler comment. She's like, that was probably a stretch too far.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, dude. Probably. Frankie? <laughs> probably. Um, but then, are we back? Where are we? Oh, We're back in class, and Esme and Zig are, like, flirting by the printer, and Maya, like, needs to print out a resume, and... Then, for her co-op meeting thing with Peter, and it's awkward and weird and whatever. And then she goes to meet Peter, who we... His fucking introduction is him, like, sitting in a chair with his legs up on the table, like, crossed on top of the table. And it's so bizarre. And my uh, handsome the resume and it turns out she accidentally took zig's resume and then she immediately starts telling peter about like her weird relationship drama and i'm like this is super unprofessional maya you cannot do this in a job interview even though it's peter but you don't know peter you don't like we know peter and this is still fucking this is not professional he does not need to know about your drama just say oh no I accidentally grabbed the wrong resume from the printer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, can I go get it? Not like, oh, no, my ex-boyfriend was standing in front of the printer and I grabbed. It's like, no, this is unnecessary information. Yeah, if Peter doesn't need to know this, he doesn't want to exactly. know Exactly. Like, I feel like the move for that would have been, you know, definitely
1: just be like, oh, I accidentally grabbed the wrong paper. But to make it look like you're not like just a forgetful person who's not to be trusted, be like, I was really nervous for this interview. Yeah. Like Jesus. Instead of like my ex and this girl, which by the way, they seem like a healthy relationship <laughs> waiting to happen. Like just mm-hmm. so oh my god. But yeah, she likes through and I think Peter handles it really well, but he's like maybe like I don't know. She like he handles it like nicely and she I think takes it to like he's willing to be Exactly. You know, especially since like he, he brings like, it up again because he likes that song about zig and she makes a face and then he's like oh sorry is that like the x like he does like bring it back
0: yeah and Maya like he's he gives her an inch and she takes a mile with the oh, whole boy. uh yeah with just like confiding in him about everything it's um weird. but anyway he's like i've already listened to your songs i really like and in- He's like, I really like that one song. She's like, oh, yeah, not okay. And he's like, no, I like your love song. Like, yes, or whatever. And he wants her to mix a new track as, like, a test for this co-op. Yeah. I'm like, cool, great. That seems professional Um, and, like, the right choice. (laughs) Exactly. And then Miles is... Back at Degrassi to get his, like, file for his new school or whatever. And then we get a cute trials interaction. Yes, we do. And Tristan's asking about Hunter because he, like, kind of knows what was happening. But he still... He doesn't know that he actually brought a gun to school. Yeah. And he's like... Like, I mean, I, and he's like, how's Hunter? Did you like talk to your parents about it? And Miles is like, no, he's fine. Like, I didn't really do that. And he's like, oh, I mean, he didn't actually bring a gun to school. So I guess like, it's fine. Like you would, you wouldn't sit on that information. Yeah, right? it's so pointed. And Miles is like, oh yeah, totally. I would never do that. Um, <laughs> and then. Oh, yeah, so he runs into school while Hunter is, like, waiting in the car for him, and he's, like, talking to Tristan a little for a, a while, and then Hunter runs the car into a dumpster outside, and then Miles is like, oh, my God, what happened? Are you okay? And Hunter's just, like, disassociating and just, like, looks like nothing happened, and it's like, this child needs help. It is terrifying. This is terrifying. It's, like, genuinely terrifying. Yeah yeah it's like an obvious cry for help and he just does not know how to verbalize that and it's oh my it's yeah it's scary and i'm scared for him yeah and then we're in the gym uh their art prank depicting the other team as animals including a gorilla with like hoop earrings and it's just like uh, oh it's not oh i don't like it it's bad it's 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 bad
1: for like 600 million reasons that we will get into in one second but i would just like to say right off the bat a prank that is just a a mean mural doesn't really feel like a prank to me it just feels like you being mean (laughs) and it's not it's not funny it's not clever it doesn't feel like a prank like, no. I feel like like no. if you're going to do a prank, pranks are mean no matter what, but at least make it, like, a little funny, a little embarrassing, yeah. not, like, just outright cruel, and I don't know. Also, like, I feel like it took a lot of time to just, like, paint it. Like, it's it yeah. just feels weird to me to be doing, like, arts and crafts as your prank. Like, to see everyone on the ground with, like, glitter glue. I'm like, what is happening? It's not, like, funny. i
0: yeah, at first I thought it was at first I thought they were in the other team's gym and they were painting it like on their court, which I feel like would have at least been like slightly prankier. It's still terrible. It's probably yeah. worse than putting it on a piece of paper. Then they it's have to definitely it worse up than putting it like, on a piece of paper. Property. Um But if they like but, yeah, painted the gym know. orange it's not or great, something. But I Yeah, like paint it like paint... Painted to the Degrassi colors locker room and like like teepee their locker room or something. Yeah. That's a prank. And like with like with your Degrassi colors. Yeah. I don't it's I don't get it. Um, but I will also say that like um I will say that the like just the tone deafness, the complete tone deafness of the art does feel like a realistic thing that a very like like a high schooler would do and not realize how overtly racist it is until it is called out to them. So I will say that I do think like the mural in its execution and in it's like miss I don't even know. It just it does seem like something that probably has happened in
1: the world. I I agree and I think I think it's very telling that it's coming from Except for Goldie, it's coming from a team of uh, all white kids and white kids that come from privilege. And, you know, I think that maybe they weren't doing it with the intention to be racist. I don't think that that was their goal. But I think that they probably grew up hearing a lot of, like, hateful comments and hateful analogies, especially to black people. And... You know, I, I think that there is bare minimum in unconscious bias, oh, yeah. but more than likely a pretty conscious bias like that. Maybe they are not realizing like I think that's also characteristic of someone of that age that it's it, they're not realizing that their words necessarily have consequences and can hurt people. It's like, you know, they're still so young that they're like kind of figuring it out, but it's no excuse. And I think that maybe while racism wasn't the intention, racism might... It was in the execution. I wouldn't even say that racism wasn't the intention. It wasn't the execution. And I think maybe there was... I think it's unfair to say that it wasn't the intention. I think that there was uh, at least a piece of them. Whoever... And I'm assuming Frankie is the one that suggested the gorilla because I think that's the worst one, obviously. Um, You know, but because there's such a history of that being, Mm -hmm. like, a hateful thing to say about black people. Um, you know, there's it's it's just there's there's no way that they didn't know on some level what they were doing.
0: Yeah. And I but I and I you know, also and think, I
1: think that's targeted. I can
0: see it also being like maybe not connecting the two. Like I think also when you're like this young, you think of racism as kind of a black and white thing. Like you think being racist is being like overtly, like, using slurs and, like, being hateful and doing hate crimes, but they don't think about, like, the weird, like, the hurtful coded language and, like, associations, like, with the depictions of, like, animals and calling them the zoo. I don't know if they, like, I don't think they're unaware of that, but I think there might just be, like, a connection missing When it's not, when it's so normalized in their language and in this privileged area that they, I can see it being like they're both aware and unaware of like how this was going to be taken, I guess.
1: Yes. I agree with that. I do think that there's a very specific message in um, depicting um, a black girl as a gorilla, um, you know, and giving her hoop earrings. Like, I think that that is crystal clear on what they were doing and maybe they weren't going in saying let's make a racist depiction and that wasn't like necessarily the conscious thinking but i think it kind of like ties in with this unconscious bias that they have hearing things from their families or whoever like i would be fucking jaw to the floor if the hollingsworths weren't openly racist at home like it would be very like at least like bare minimum um, it would be very surprising to me, so I'm sure that these are maybe. I don't know. I think I think it's it would be a miss and a little head in the sandy for them to be like for the families or whatever, or like you know just to be like oh they had no idea what they were doing. Like I think that no. yeah there isn't a way to you know there there isn't a way to couch that in you know maybe if they were doing. Honestly, I think if they were doing like all, like they did do all different animals, but I think if they did like, you know, giraffes and like zebras or whatever, like it would be a different story a little. I think it would still be harmful, but I think specifically including a gorilla as that was like the, the team nail. captain who was a black girl. Yeah, I think there's no other way of putting it, and I and I do think you know like people calling that school the zoo like and them calling it the zoo and you know i just low it's mostly that lola's like knowing kind of how frankie grew up and also hearing lola's comment to shay about them being criminals no offense right. like ringing in my head as like you may not realize how harmful you're being but you do know that you're being harmful in this way. And maybe it's not the first thing that comes to mind. But even if it's like an unconscious going into it thing, you're like, this is going to really cut deep. Even if you don't totally, even if they don't totally know why, because they're, because they are young. Yeah.
0: You do know that you are subscribing to these negative stereotypes and like very racially coded language and depictions it's like you know on some level that this is going to be harmful to these people so you like they are not they are not totally naive to what they are doing for sure
1: they just have never been i think it's very clear overtly
0: called out on this behavior because they're surrounded by a lot of this language and this like like putting these this other group of people in a box and they've just never really been confronted about it before so they continue with their bad behavior and racist attitudes and that is what we are witnessing yeah Yeah.
1: is this the the first time that degrassi has earnestly because i know that it doesn't end here so, is this the first time that degrassi has like really earnestly tackled racism? They did like a one episode thing on Islamophobia, yeah, but i I don't know that like i nothing is coming to mind, and we've watched this entire show. Have they just not even bothered to go? Have they not like I feel like they've maybe touched upon it, but i there's never been like a really overt like, let's get into this,
0: no. I mean, I think if we can't think of anything, it means that they haven't tackled it, at least in a meaningful yeah. or in an impactful way. Like, I like yeah, we had the Islamophobia episode back in, like, season two, season one or two or something like that. It was very early. And I'm like, I'm just trying to think. Of, and it's also Degrassi kind of has a history of not really giving their... Cast members of color a substantial character arc or a lot to work with and or when they do it seems like they almost try to take like the colorblind approach where like we're not gonna make it about this like that's not all this person is but it's also like yeah but it's still a part of this person's life so I don't know I'm trying to I'm not sure we. Actually, we did have that one episode with Dallas, but, again, it was, like, a one-episode thing. Oh, that's right. When he was, like, at that college fair with Allie. Well, yeah, with Dallas and, and Connor. And there was, like, a micro. And they got pulled yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. But, again, it was, like, yeah, a one-episode. It was, like, a one-episode thing, and then we never really talked about it again. Yeah, but... Yeah. But it, it did take
1: them until, you know, the final season, I think it was. It was, like, the last season of TNG. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, like, especially, like, the black girls on this show, like you said, are so underserved. And it's, like, we don't get Hazel or Marisol or any of their, Shandai. like, home life or backstories. We don't get any, any black girl on this show, does not get, like, any sort of, like, backgrounds mm-hmm. and home life and who they are outside of their friendship with a white girl until Shay right and even Shay like we're still we're still learning her we're still meeting her you know she doesn't get the same exposure that say a Frankie does but at least we've had more interaction with her In family. than we've had Liberty, with anyone else so far really and you know Liberty we did actually with her family, especially because of the pregnancy. I just arc. mean
0: like, but that was like if she it, but with Liberty, it was never really about. I don't know remember ever her talking about like her race in relation to her friends or her life or oh, yeah, no, like that. I just
1: I, I oh, totally. I just mean, like in general, like not even really meeting them. like Liberty is like maybe the only black girl on the show that we really got to get to know before Shay. Right. Because we got to see her home life and we had more an idea of her goals and dreams. Oh, they did the racism episode with her at the sorority. Where she was like, oh, the right. um the like, they were like, well, you're the token.
0: Yeah, yeah, straight yeah, up, yeah, yeah, Like
1: to her face. So uh, right. we're wrong. We just we I think the moral of this is that you and I just forget episodes of grassy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I also think that like. Yeah, it's true. We're we're. Watching these at kind of a breakneck speed, and we talk about a lot of things. So they have talked about, but it's never. I will say I don't know if it's ever been like a multi-episode arc of a story, and I think that's kind of what we were initially no. getting at. It's always been like, yeah. let's wrap this up in one yeah. go, and then we are not really addressing yeah. it again. Which is which happens I'm, I'm with a lot of issues do in on this. this show. So.
1: Yeah. I feel like, you know, as 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 nervous and hesitant as we were to start next class, I think that all the feedback that we've gotten from you guys and all the feedback that like we've gotten from like friends who have watched this iteration already have been spot on. Yeah. Like there's they deal with things in a lot more realistic way. They tackle things that they are like shying away from in older seasons. Like it's you know, it's kind of the thing where I'm like I would never want to travel back in time because as terrible as everything is now at least we're talking about what's wrong and like we're dealing with things and hopefully like moving forward in some way but I don't know it's 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 so complicated but and we are obviously not the authorities to speak on any of this but it's worth mentioning that I I do think as much as they're not going in this being like, let's be racist and, you know, wave our Confederate flags or whatever. It's still, you know, they're not like they're outright not saying it, but there's definitely, they're not completely unaware. They're not like these innocents that think that they're not doing anything. You know, there's at least a part of them that chose to paint a gorilla with hoop earrings. Like, you know. Exactly. There's, they they're not they're not innocent right. in this in any way right even beyond just like giving them like a thing like but yeah it's a, it's it's a real fucking mess and it's such like a moment of like just a total like no self-awareness no awareness of the world around you like just This is what we think is funny, and it's going to reach our end goal of, like, returning the prank. These are not, like, equitable things. No, not at all. They're both wrong.
0: Yeah. But, Um. like,
1: this is, is, you know what it is? This is also making it personal. They didn't make the other, like, the original prank was not personal. Pranks should not be that personal if you're going to go through a prank, make it general. Like, whatever. But, like, they just did, like, a mean but well-executed impersonal prank, and... The girls at Degrassi went just straight for the fucking throat, yeah. man.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Just, like, to the jugular. Yep. Um, and I think I do remember when we watched the Throwback Thursday episode. Like, I think that's when things kind of, like, come to a head. Or at least it's, like, things have reached a point where there are protests and we're actually, like, addressing the issue head on. And I do remember, like, when we watched that, like, what, like, three or four years ago, we were even, we were, like, really impressed with how far the show has come in, like, addressing these issues in a more nuanced way and not, a, like, a more thoughtful yeah. way, I guess I should say. Um, so I am, even though we kind of, I mean, I guess we don't totally know what, what happens, but I am, like, excited to see how this plays out on the show. Yeah, I'm I'm curious
1: to see where they go with it and how just kind of how well they do right. this because it can it can go several ways and they can either be way too light with it or I don't know. I'm like I'm I I think that from what I remember they don't shy away from this. Yeah. So I hope that they really like, lean in and explore this in the way that it deserves to be looked at and that Frankie doesn't just, like, get a write-off. But also, you know, I do remember that a lot of this is placed solely on Frankie and I do think that it is, you know, worth, like, it's worth the other girls, like, being held accountable in the same way that I know she's going to be. Because bare minimum, they're complicit. They're complicit at the very 100%. least, but they're also they're fully taking part. Nobody is like this is a bad idea. Everyone seems to be on board with the entire situation, and they're like even to the point where they're like, "Yeah, hoop earrings are a great idea. Gorilla is a great idea. Like this is something that is so funny, and you're so smart, and this is the right move." And like maybe it is somewhat mob mentality, but every single girl on that squad is complicit and taking part in this. Every single nobody for is raising a red flag nobody except for Shay, who doesn't even know that it's happening right. at this point point. and it's like every single other girl on this team I hope like I remember I yeah I remember it to it. but I do remember that Frankie was like ostracized yeah. and I, I I think that that's more than fair but I think that I don't remember the other girls being treated the same way and I think that and, and my worry is that they their whole um influence on this and how they let this happen and took part is going to be swept under the rug and that's currently my concern because i think it's just as important to be like if you are sitting aside doing nothing or like taking part but you want to blame it on like the leader guy you know that's i feel like that ties back into like well i'm not racist because i'm not in the kkk like that kind of shit like being like it's like well you're still sitting back and letting things happen or even, like, taking part in some way. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I know. I am curious to see how that happens. Because I also remember, like, in the Throwback Thursday episode, I remember Lola being really involved in, like, spearheading, like, their Black Lives Matters, like, protests and everything. And I think she was, like, I think she, like, the episode was kind of about her learning about, like, her yeah. place in that conversation. But like she was also involved yeah. with this mural and was like on board for it, so I'm also kind of wondering how we get from this point and to that is point. Is the one with her that did well. the criminals? Exactly. Comment. Yeah. So I'm also wondering like what her arc is and like how like why is she less ostracized than Frankie and like what is happening there. So yeah, I'm like yeah, I'm just curious to see how we get from like episode one to episode five because it seems like a lot. There's a lot that is going to happen. (laughs) It's a weird perspective to have, kind of knowing a little bit of what comes next. So
1: definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm I don't want to say excited, but I am like looking forward to seeing where this goes and how this plays out, and commenting on it. Um, And
0: also like watching this in 2020 compared to like when this came out in 2017, I think is when this came out. So just yeah. seeing like even the differences in how DeGrassi was talking about this 3 years ago compared to like what like how would we be how would they be talking about this now if they were still on the air. So that'll also yeah. be interesting Absolutely. to see. Yeah. But I don't know. All right. Yeah. I
1: mean, I think that yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry before you.
1: say? Oh no. I I I I was thinking about something but it's like not worth mentioning. Okay. It's not worth mentioning. I was just I was just thinking about something that I think like I was just going to talk about like, you know, I just like I think that they did a really great job in next gen of dealing with like um you know, talking about gay rights and, you know, respect in that area and, like, incorporating, like, a trans person on the show, although also worth mentioning that they didn't hire a trans actor right. for that role. Um, you know, I I think that they made a lot of, like, big steps there that other shows weren't making, but I do think that I'm, I'm both disappointed that it took them until next class to really get into race and racism in a way that wasn't a one-off episode um you know but it's it's uh that was it that was my button on this but we should finish the episode because we've got we've got some more to go we've got to talk about hunter crashing a car and why
0: miles didn't realize it was on purpose until he told (laughs) me i will say though, like what like i don't want to keep like staying in like this conversation we have still i mean i don't know i just will say one more thing that like I do like De Gra- watching Degrassi from like two thousand one to now. I think it it really reflects like the public and also very white lens of the conversation of like hot topics in I don't know in like social areas. I think it you can see how that evolves, but it's also worth noting that it is also still from like a majority white and privileged lens oh yeah so it's also it's like watching the way that degrassi handles issues is also kind of watching the timeline of how we have like of the public discourse evolving in terms of like like gay rights and trans rights and black lives matter movement and it's kind of like watching how that conversation has evolved as well so I don't know where I'm going with this, but like I think it's just like a it's just like it shows kind of that evolution as well. Yeah,
1: I would be interested to see what that writer's room looks like, because I, I have a feeling I can hazard. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Anyway, Hunter. Yes, Miles is still covering for him. This child needs help. And this is an obvious cry for help. But is this when is this when we find out like, oh, yeah, I crashed it on purpose. So, yeah, um,
1: he tells uh, Miles he crashes the car on purpose. And Miles is like, what? And we're all <laughs> duh. like, no, duh. did you did you not? Did you not see yeah. his face? Like, uh, yeah,
0: it's he like he needs help. And Miles, I think this is his wake up call. It definitely is because the next scene we see him, in, I feel like he's finally like telling his mom. But we will get to that. Um, I can't. To- I don't. I watched this slow like a couple days ago, so I'm still hazy. But my next note is just Shay finding out about the prank and is very mad. Um, yeah, but I don't really remember what this. That's scene about was. it. She walks in. Oh, she, she like, walks into in them painting. Furious.
1: Shit. No, she walks in. So they're getting ready for, pre- they're like at practice, oh, and sitting around, and that she a walks print in. Happened. Yeah. They show her a picture, and I find it strange that she doesn't comment on the picture at all because it looks like they show her like the main part that everyone is upset about. Um, but they, they show her, but that also might be a product of her growing up in a very like white, affluent yeah. area, like not realizing that. You know, she's maybe sheltered from things that could be perceived as slights and racism. And that, you know, that can be something that happens depending on, like, where you grew up and what you're exposed to and what you're told to look out for. And
0: and she's also, like, later we find out that she's also just, like, really focused on doing well and, like, excelling in volleyball because she's focused – she's, like, comparing herself to Frankie and her privilege – whereas she doesn't have the same kinds of opportunities. So I think she's also – she might also just be really in her head about, like, like how – like, she might be taking the brunt of these consequences or she might be taking these consequences a lot harder than, like, a Frankie or anybody else on the team is. So maybe it's just, like, there's a lot of things happening at once. So I don't know. But, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, she's furious and her and Frankie are yelling at each other and Coach Armstrong walks in and he's like, both of you go in the locker room and work this out and you don't come out until it's worked out. Yeah. So they both go in there and they literally do just sit around until they work it out. (laughs) Like, I feel like any normal teenager would go in there and like time it for five minutes and then be like, "Okay, later days, let's go back out there and like whatever.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I also... They're still, like, friends, though, so maybe it's just, like, we got to talk about this <laughs> on some level. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, but then we are with Maya, who is stalking Zig and Esme on Instagram. And she's, like, there. there's, like, a picture of them at a quote-unquote party that looks like the most staged thing I've ever seen. And it's four people. It's It's two people sitting on a couch and two people standing behind the couch and just
1: a blank white wall behind them. I'm like, this is a studio in their green room, like
0: (laughs) backstage at on the set. Like this is okay. And then Who was liking that Instagram? Well Maya does accidentally. It's so (laughs) planned. And Maya's like, the universe is out to get me. And Grace is like, the universe does not care about your love life. And I was like, yes, (laughs) yes, Grace. I loved
1: that. Grace is, Grace is forever the best. And she's also forever the person reminding others of what's important. She's like everyone's moral compass. So she does remind Maya. She's like, you need to stop focusing on dumb zig bullshit. You have this really important, uh, like job to do. You have to mix this thing. It's like, this internship co-op whatever is a really yeah. big deal to you this has to be your priority like stop it and taking your phone
0: yes and then we're at still not that effective though. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> um it is Maya, after all and then yep. we're back at the Hollingsworth house and Miles is finally telling his mom about everything at first I thought he wasn't going to I thought he was gonna be like he crashed the car on purpose and that was gonna be what he focused on but then he like actually tells her about the gun and he t- shows her the creepy like, hit list that Hunter wrote and she's like okay I gotta call your dad we need to get him a doctor like we like thank you for telling me and I was like yes thank you finally we have involved an adult thank the lord I, I'm so relieved,
1: and I'm so glad with how his mom handled yeah. it. I feel like since like everything went like just absolutely tips <laughs> up with Miles, she's like really gotten her shit together, totally. In like you know making her kids a priority, and you know making sure that like everyone has the help that they mm-hmm. need, instead of just like doing the waspy thing of like burying it all under the rug. And I love her response to this. I love that she doesn't put anything on Miles because he's like I should stay and what can I do to help and she's like this is my job you have to go be like 17 and you know get ready for yeah. school and like do everything and you know she's not asking him to stay home she's not like putting anything on him and I think we would have gotten a very different response from Mrs. Hollingsworth like a year or two ago
0: totally totally yeah it's really refreshing to see the growth in her character here um and i'm just so relieved (laughs) that that we're finally telling people about hunter (coughs) yeah but then we're back in the locker room with shay and frankie and then this is when shay finally like she uh calls frankie out on her privilege basically and is like Look, things are different for us. I need to work a lot harder to get into college. And that's why I have been, like, working really hard to get captain on the volleyball team. And I ha- don't want to get involved with pranks because they always lead to trouble. And, like, you'll you'll probably get off scot-free and you'll still have the same kinds of opportunities that you had before. But it's different for me. Like, I'm not yeah. from the same background as you. and. Yeah. yeah. I mean she's flat out. So she's like she's like your dad's the fucking yeah. mayor <laughs> Exactly and and then Frankie's finally like oh I didn't think about that I'm really sorry like I think they make up and it's they seem to be on a good page but we know that like <laughs> this probably cannot last Yeah Um but then we're back in this class and Peter's giving a lecture and I just really can't take it seriously. He's talking about I like social media and like knowing how to market yourself for a job and I'm like I'm like what is the timeline? Like I granted like this show's timeline is so confusing and I like kind of didn't even try to like figure out how old Peter would be, but I'm like you can't be like like you're probably just barely out of college, right? Like I d- I don't remember though. I don't even remember what year I he graduated. Don't... I don't remember Did, Did he go, even to, go college? to college? I have no idea.
1: I don't know how old he is. I feel like he went straight to music. I don't think he went to college. Yeah.
0: I don't know. But I'm like you're like barely older than them. And also you probably got this job because of your dad or something. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to listen to you. Yeah. Um I know. I'm the same page. I was like, shut up, Peter. Sit yeah. down. Um, But then, oh, gosh, I lost my place on my notes. Peter, yeah. OK, oh, and Maya. Then he asks, oh, God. He, he,
1: also, he like, OK, I'm confused by this. Because in the middle of his lecture, he walks up to mine
0: and is like, do you have my mix? I'm like, Where, where's the focus on what's happening right now? I know, it's like, he's like in the middle and of the he, class with the desks like arranged around him in a circle or something. It's so bizarre. Yeah.
1: It's really weird, and it's, like, and also, but, like, Maya, like, truly fucks herself. Oh, 100%. She's, like, it's not ready. She's, like, it's not. She's, like, it's too rough. I want an extra day. And she's using her breakup as an
0: excuse, like, like, flat Again.
1: And he's, like, he's, like, it's not my job to do you favors. Like, he is super real with her. He's, like, there are a lot of people that want this opportunity, and if you're going to let your personal life get involved and you're not going to do the work
0: then I'm, it's going to go to someone else. Yeah, he said, if like, it's really important to you, you would have put in the work. Like, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's extremely... I'm like, yeah, Peter, this is the first smart thing you've said probably ever in your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's like, a real moment for her. It's a real her, wake-up so it's call.
1: It's like, oh, I, like, she, she, like, totally fucked herself because Maya has an obvious tendency to be, like, really selfish with her time and what she's doing and... You know, putting, like, her own shit first. And and expecting you know, others she, to, like, cater towards that. Exactly. And, I, like, she said to Grace earlier, she's like, well, Peter's really chill. I'm like, ah, no, that's not the response to have about a potential boss. No. Don't assume that Peter's going to be really chill because he was, like, kind to
0: you in an interview. Yeah. He's still your superior. Like, you still, there's still that line there. Yeah. You are trying to, like, you're trying to have him hire you for a job. Like, you still need to be professional about this, Miles. Absolutely. But anyway, Miles. Okay, so then we're back. Or we're, Miles is back at Degrassi? I don't remember. But he's staying now for Hunter. He's like, no one's making me do this, but I feel like. It'll be better if I stay. And... Oh, yeah. He comes. He's at the school. And we get handled. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then it's so much flirting. Tristan asks him to go watch this volleyball game with him. And they fucking hold hands on their way to the gym. And I love it. And it's so exciting. Yes. It seems like they've finally, like, cut through the bullshit. And Miles has done enough to get back in Christian. Tristan's good graces. And... He's like done the work to gain his trust again, and I'm like, yes, best couple ever.
1: <laughs> he is finally the man that Tristan yes. deserves, quite frankly. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> um. But then, oh, I'm my so happy. God. But you know what? I'm not happy about fucking Zig knocking on Maya's window because he she liked one and of then- his photos on hasty gram and then maya hate hasty gram i was jealous okay whatever yeah i was stalking you and he's like when i saw that you liked my photo i was so happy he's like extremely emotional about it there's nobody else he's very emotional you know what i
1: hate about this (laughs) i hate that they play the romance theme music i hate that zig has like uh, aware feelings that he's willing to like talk about and discuss. I hate that they're making me like feel like this is fine a little. Like I don't want to feel like this is I fine. I feel like it's they're fine. They're both it's a mess. Not working None of these me. people should be with each other. No. It's working on me like a marginal amount. Not enough for me to be like yes let's do this. But enough for me to be like almost there and or like thinking about being there and then I'm like what are you no. doing? What is happening? Stop
0: trying to trick then me. They, and then they kiss and then she like gets a call from the co-op and she finds out she's getting another chance to, like, redo the mix because Peter liked the rough one so much. So she still has a chance at the co-op. And I'm like, Maya does not deserve this. Also, this kissing is a bad idea. Agreed. And I hate this. Maya gets so many yeah, second kissing chances. is a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, she does. Well, she has that thing where it's, like, blind talent is just getting her through. Yeah. And then... We find then we're back at volleyball, and we find out that Frankie and Shay are going to be co-captains because they kind of talked about like Frankie's like I have a plan for that, but then Northern Tech walks out onto the volleyball court, brings out the artwork in quotes, very sarcastic quotes around that word, and shows it on the school like she they sh- unfurl it and they're like. Look at this bullshit, and then Frankie says, "If the banana fits," which is so much yikes, so much yikes, and then they sit down. Dpx, was it Frankie or was it Lola?
1: Because one, I know one of them. Said I'm pretty it.
0: sure it was Frankie. Um, and then they like sit, they sit down. They're kind of doing a sit-in protest, and they're like, "Northern Tech does not play against racists." And then the episode Fuck ends. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my, Jesus, fucking Christ! <laughs> this is so fuck yeah, so Northern much yikes. But yes, stand your ground, Northern Tech. That is not okay. I wouldn't want to play against them either. Oh my God! So, yeah, that's where we leave off. And I'm interested to see where this is gonna go. Um, yeah, yeah. Spirit squad captain. <laughs> Northern yeah, Tech. Northern Tech. Yeah, for calling out the racism. With an honorable mention to Miles for finally telling his mom about Hunter. Um, yes. Cosine. Ship is obviously Ship is obviously yeah. trials. But I think that's just going to be our default going forward. I really can't see any other ship like really winning out for me for the rest. Like as everything is standing at the moment. No. <laughs> Um, Cosine, yeah. All right, Grapevine. Um, do we have
1: anything? Yeah. Um. Do you want I? You want to read an email? I can bring up the tweet, and then we are ready to
0: rock and roll. Uh, so right. I think we have three emails. That sounds about right. Um. Oh yeah. So we have one from Tiffany. Who just kind of checked in and was like, I'm excited you're talking about next class. And then she says, in lieu of a fuck, marry, kill, I have a fun scenario game you could play on the pod. How do you think the Degrassi characters are faring during the pandemic? Is anyone not social distancing? I just think hypo- hypothetical situations are fun. And I'm sure you guys could come up with some interesting headcanons. So, like, who do we think is an anti... is throwing a party. Yeah who is an anti anti masker like <laughs> i don't know let's see i think frankie is an anti masker yeah i can see her being like these rules don't apply to me i'm going to be fine <laughs> yeah um throwing
1: a party in the big backyard i think miles would have been the same way last like season, last season
0: but maybe he's probably he's probably wearing he's a evolved. mask with tristan now um what about like OG? What do we think Emma's doing? I was thinking about Emma
1: because I think Emma would be Emma's either
0: anti-mask or hardcore like shaming people who don't wear masks.
1: <laughs> it's like one or the other. I think I think she's hardcore shaming people who don't wear masks, and I think she's also hardcore shaming people who wear disposable masks.
0: Mm, fair. Fair. Yeah.
1: And talking about how they're bad for the environment. Yeah, I can see that. And and she's also definitely not supporting local businesses by getting takeout because it's too many containers.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what about but whatever, she's probably not getting COVID.
0: Probably not. Um I don't know. I can't really think of anything else off the top of my head for how people are doing. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's just like I think Paige is designing masks. Oh, yeah. Totally. She's designing cute masks. Um,
1: I think Drew is also... I don't think Drew is an anti-masker. I think Drew is just another one that, like, the rules don't apply to him. So he's just doing whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. And I think... And I don't know about Dallas. Because Dallas could very easily just be along for the ride. But Dallas or is probably... he's, like, being on top of it for his kid.
0: He is still... If he's still with Allie, I think she she's gonna be like, "Bro, wear a mask. This is serious." <laughs> like she's yeah. she's like Miss Scientist MIT girl. So she's gonna be like, "What are yeah. you doing? Like, you cannot be stupid right now." Um, um, I think Becky Baker
1: and her entire family are like pure anti-maskers.
0: A hundred percent. Well, maybe not Becky, but like the rest of her family. I can't remember where we I think Becky is, out.
1: like, very easily – I think I think Becky leans anti-mask. Yeah. I think she's going to need, like, a come-to-Jesus talk from, like, imaging. Right.
0: To be like, hey, maybe we should talk about this. And, like, Becky, I think it would be open to hearing the argument for masks and then being like, oh, you're yes. right. I should be wearing a mask. Whereas I think the rest of her family yes. would be like, this infringes on my rights. <laughs> Yes, 10,000%. Yeah.
1: Whatever, they can go back to Florida. <laughs> Becky can stay, but they can go back to oh Florida. Oh, God, yeah, because they're doing um, so
0: well with uh, yeah. <laughs> assimilating back in the Um,
1: um. <laughs> I mean, Toby definitely has a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or he's, like, started three new podcasts <laughs> while, like, self-quarantining.
0: Right. Who do we think is, like like live streaming their experience all over social media tristan <laughs> yes tristan he's got like a vlog channel about like how do, how we're surviving in quarantine <laughs> maya's doing like zoom concerts oh god yeah totally she if she were a celebrity she'd be doing those like mass like imagine weird zoom call <laughs> Sing along things. Yep. <laughs> yep. What do you think Claire is doing? Ah, uh, I think
1: that she is sheltering in place with Eli. I think that they're both probably taking it pretty seriously. Yeah. I don't want to identify with Claire, but I feel like Claire and I would have a very <laughs> similar situation going on. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's probably enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm good with that um that was a fun one i have um you i'm gonna just read a tweet since this is also a game okay and then we'll we can go to the next email um so this is from bunny wilder who suggested the adopt mentor kill um as a replacement for fuck mary kill which i love um and bunny wilder says okay here's one for you maya slash frankie and hunter they're twins they come as a set slash lola adopt mentor kill I have given this a little bit of thought. I would.
0: Frankie, Hunter, Lola, I would.
1: hmm. Yeah. Frankie and Hunter are a set. Hmm. I think I would adopt Lola because I think she's the only one I could spend a lifetime knowing without losing my goddamn mind and you can still kind of if if you're adopting it kind of lends into like the like still like raising them situation so I think I would adopt Lola um I think I would mentor Maya because she does have I think her heart's in the right place a lot and she has potential and she just needs to be like steered and like taught to maybe think you know outside of herself um and Frankie and Hunter can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye to Frankie and Hunter.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree with that. For all the same reasons. I know it's probably boring, but I agree. I co-sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might be different. If it was. If it. Uh, yeah. No. Even though Maya bugs the I shit think- out of me, I feel like. Yeah. I might be able to get through to her better than I could get through to Frankie and Hunter. They need more professional help, and <laughs> because it's the only other option, I'm just gonna be like, "Eh, kill them." I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I also
1: just like I think if there's I don't know. I'm just like I don't I don't want anything to do with any of that mess. No. Um.
0: Okay. Well, we also have another email from Megan and I just want to pull out apparently Richard Walters the actor who plays Tiny has been doing lots of live streams on Instagram during quarantine with other like Degrassi castmates and she says one fun thing I learned was that Anna Goliha aka Zoe I think that's how you say her name um, auditioned originally for Imogen um, I've tried to imagine it, but I really huh. can't see it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's interesting. Me neither. Yeah. I think she does a good job at being Zoe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I we also Just, I'm just going to call it. We also got an email from Glenn. <laughs> the subject line is Tom Felton, um, who says like, we should definitely watch the Degrassi junior high and high from the eighties and that, um, even though it was made in the '80s, it was still like pretty solid as a show, um, and it's fun to watch, like Spike and Snake and everybody. So that's a. It was just very yeah. encouraging, and I'm like, maybe it will be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna need another break again, but I, I'm like, I'm on board with it. Yeah, I'm not against. No, me neither. It. It's not a bad plan. Yeah,
0: I'm excited about it now. But I think that's all the Grapevine we have, unless we have any other tweets. Uh, no, no,
1: like, games or questions. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. But, yeah, if you would like to send us a game or a question and be featured on the next Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular.
1: And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end.
0: And Holland, do you have anything you would like to recommend? I do. So, BTS just came out with a new single called Dynamite. It is very fun and very happy, and very retro, and it's also all in English, so you can understand all the words if you are an English-speaking person, Um, but yeah, I don't know, I've actually, I've been in, like, a really weird existential spiral, like, this whole week, and I've been, like, not in a great place, because, you know, the world is on fire, but if you Uh are in a similar vibe, and if you need a pick-me-up, I highly recommend Dynamite. It will at least make you forget about things for, like, three minutes. It's a fun music video. Watch it. Stream it. That's my K-pop recommendation of the week. <laughs> K-pop, but also in English, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to recommend a podcast that just started three days ago or something, or, like, last week. I don't know. Um it is called Busy Phillips is doing her best and it is Busy Phillips doing her best great. it's great she does interview people like but she, you know she's busy so she spends the first like 30 to 40 minutes just like talking and <laughs> she I mean I just love her she's such a delight um I think she's, she's great. so fun and she like you know and she's she's she also talks so frankly about things and like her co-hosts are two of the women that she worked with on her e-show that got canceled after a season which was really uncool and unfair because they were awesome um but they're just like three really cool women and they just talk very candidly about hollywood and it's kind of like they don't talk about there's like a lot of interview shows where it's like really they lean into like the successes and like you know the kind of point of this one is like they talk about like when you really thought that you were never going to make it and like what like the hardest times of your career and stuff like that because it is so much in like inspired by their dream show getting cut mm. off and then they were gonna do another show and COVID happened and they were like,
0: Okay, we're doing this podcast. Gotcha. That sounds cool. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Um she is great. All right. Well I think that's all that we have for you guys today freaking hour and 20 minute episode maybe slightly shorter there might be some stuff cut out I have no idea um but TBD yeah that's all we got so thank you Jay as always for our theme song and thank all of you for listening goodbye Panthers bye Panthers